we interrupt your regularly scheduled programming to bring you an unscripted conversation about words. It's going to be a lot more interesting than it might sound, I promise. So let's dive in. Welcome to What Does It Mean to Be Green, a podcast dedicated to understanding both the positive and negative impacts our actions have on the planet we call home. My name is Gabby. I am a student and designer from Michigan, and I believe that each one of us has the power to make real change happen. Throughout these episodes, we will be going on an adventure to figure out what it means to live a sustainable life and learn about the ways humanity has shaped the environment. There is hope for a brighter future, and we are here to learn the tools that will help us get there. So join me as we try to figure out what does it mean to be green. Hey guys, I know we're supposed to be talking about the triple bottom line in this episode so that we could set ourselves up for a little mini-series about each segment, People, Planet, and Profit, but I think that it's time for us to talk about words and the language we use before we go any further. So a professor of mine recently shared with myself and the rest of my class an episode from another podcast called On Being with Krista Tippett. And in this episode, Krista is talking to a young poet and writer, Ocean Vong. And in this episode, Ocean starts getting into words and specifically uh, looking at the words that we use as Americans. Um, And he points out some examples of how violent our lexicon or vocabulary can be at times, especially when we're congratulating each other or we're succeeding or doing something good. We'll say things like, oh, you know, you're killing it or you're slaying the game or I don't know, whatever other things that we use to congratulate each other. Um, But he makes a really good point about how the words we use affect us on levels that we don't really see at first. Um, And it's kind of the same thing I feel with with the way we talk about climate change, you know. Uh, In his book, Drawdown, Paul Hawken even points out that we use really militaristic language when we're talking about the environment. So, you know, it's never we have to fix climate change. It's always, you know, we have to fight it or we have to slash emissions or, you know, it's the, the war on climate. When really, as we've talked about before, the climate has always been changing. You know, climate change, just that, just essentially that in and of itself, is a natural process that's always been occurring and needs to occur for things like evolution and and the like to happen. So trying to fight or battle or slash something that's going to happen naturally is, I don't know, a little bit counterintuitive, I think. So anyways, uh, in the beginning of Drawdown, when Paul Hawken talks about language, he also talks about the lingo and the acronyms and the, quote, jargon that is often used 
when discussing climate change. And it makes it hard for people who are new to the topic or who, you know, aren't climate scientists to kind of understand what's going on when in reality it it can be understandable. And that's kind of been my goal with this podcast really is to to do my best to not use lingo and to explain it if I do and just I don't know. I think everybody can understand what's going on and that awareness, like I've said before, is a really good first step and that it's often overlooked. So my point in talking about this is just to bring it to light and to put it into the world. So if you go and are having conversations with other people about climate or honestly anything, just I dare you to be more intentional about the words that you're using going forward because I think it can have a really good impact if we're being more careful and making sure that we're using words that reflect the situation and not being aggressive for no reason. last point I want to make before wrapping up here uh, today is how the language we use can also affect our mindset. So in my program, I'm studying collaborative design, we often look at something that would be considered a problem. So a design challenge um, will often refer to it as an opportunity because that's essentially what it is when you get deep down to its core. It's an opportunity to learn, to grow, to understand to try different processes it's not a problem it's a very limiting mindset to have if you think of everything as a problem so it's the same thing when we're referring to climate as a war or thinking that we have to fight it it almost puts a bad taste in our mouth and puts in our head that it's something bad or negative when really there are a lot of opportunities to change to try new things to explore different avenues for energy and consumption and production patterns. And so if we think about things in terms of opportunities, I mean, the sky's really the limit here. So that's just another thing I wanted to to bring up. But um, until next time, stay curious, stay kind. Thank you so much for listening. Peace out. A big thank you to the Keynote Sisters for letting me use their song, Come With Me, as my opening jam today. What Does It Mean To Be Green is recorded and produced in Grand Rapids, Michigan, which is located in the Grand River watershed. We acknowledge and thank the original inhabitants and stewards of this land, the people of the three fires, the Anishinaabek, Ojibwa, Ottawa, and Potawatomi. For more information and source materials, visit www.whatdoesitmeantobegreen.com. See you next time.